Not exactly radio. Hey, what up? It's your boys back again. We took a little time off because we needed to because God damn it, stupid Packers in the NFC Championship game and we're all really excited and then then all of a sudden we weren't excited. And then we were really disappointed. And then a couple days later I went to the doctor and they Every said time I, I said I'm not going to get excited anymore yeah i know i know i you know okay so the, like literally i went to the doctor what like, happened to the doctor though <laughs> that's the choker is this actually this is actually yeah. what happened so i went to the doctor like two days later and they took my blood pressure and they're like yeah it's kind of high and then i was thinking i'm like i blame the packers for this that's it that's really all it was because it was two days <laughs> after the nfc championship game so now I'm on blood pressure medication, and I fucking I hate the Packers more. I'm kidding. Are you really? Oh no. Yeah, no, I am. I am. I am. It's it's not. It's it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. I was a little concerned about it in the beginning, but it'll be fine. I'm good. Um. So yeah. What, wow. What side effects are you good? Uh, it said swollen ankles, possibly, and so far it's been fine. So. I get no, I get no, tired. No, superhero. No. Damn. No, no, I get like tired. No laser. I wish I had a laser for no super strength. I wish something blood pressure medication. Just have stable blood pressure. Just stable blood pressure is my super strength right now. It's very good. It's very good. What about like if it did just give random superhero powers, but you got like something like your balls just became super elastic? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be really, I'd be mad. Just Mister Fantastic Balls. That's it. You don't get the rest of his powers. It's just. You have to wear a superhero thing where it just has the fucking balls cut out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Then you pull up and then just start swinging them above your head. Okay. <laughs> Lasso. There you go. God, I guess as long That's as it doesn't awesome. hurt. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, no. See, the stretching, the stretching doesn't hurt. But if your balls make contact with yeah, anything, right. it'll That's, still like feel like you bang your balls against them. It's gonna, it's not gonna be good. <laughs> They're just, just super elastic. That's it. <laughs> like <laughs> you still get all. In fact, it makes it worse. Really, God, that's the worst superpower. <laughs> super vulnerability. Super, super. Like now, you can hurt your balls five yards away from your body. Jesus Christ. Okay, anyways, sorry. <clears throat> Not exactly radio, we're here with you, obviously. Uh, hey, what's up? It's one of your boys, Benny K, and... Tony, having a ball, Tony. <laughs> having a ball, Tony. <laughs> and, of course, Kevin Gesme. Balls. Oh, I like that we balls just... episode. We, we, we tried to go without a cold open, and then we just decided we to made a cold one open like, after the intro. <laughs> well, say, I was going to say, like, now there's a cold open, and I'm, I'm going to just leave it in. It's just going to be in. That's it. So now we have We're our... talking balls. You never know where it'll end up. Yeah, that is very true. Probably rolling down the hill. It's also what balls do. They roll. I know a lot about balls. Yeah. Tony is our uh, ball we're, expert. We're on, a, we're on a roll. We increase our blood pressure yelling about balls. Yeah, yeah. I mean that does that's that's a true fact. That is a true fact. My God, not even a ball. <laughs> it's an egg. We're really mad about the egg, sh- the fucking egg thing. <laughs> the egg thing has us all angry again. Yeah, of course. Not even watching the super egg competition tonight. <sighs> I'm gonna for sure. We're yeah. we're before you hopped on here, Tony. We were looking at uh some <laughs> prop, prop bets, and my favorite one was uh. Uh, the first song from the halftime show will have more letters than the number of punts in the game. And an amazing negative 2000 So if you bet $2,000, you'll make $100. All right. God, that would suck. Like... Unless, the first, unless the first song's like I or something like that. Yeah. Like something I just don't know from the Son weekend. Of a and it's bitch. Like a two letter song that he puts out it's like oh no well let's see let's see if there's any, let's see if there's any weekend songs that only like one or two letters let's see here the weekend without the e at the end there okay let's see here blinding light in your eyes the hills wow okay yeah i think there's not gonna be well i guess he has <laughs> sort of a oh, there's a song called often that's five letters he could play that six punts in the game 
What like, song is he gonna? Open? You could lose, and you could lose two thousand dollars. <laughs> just fucking lose. Okay. Also, if he like starts with like blinding lights, and there's like twenty punts. Oh my god, you deserve <laughs> best Super Bowl ever. <laughs> oh my god, be insane. So yeah, if you're gonna, I know this is this episode's coming out a couple days after the Super Bowl. So congratulations to the winners. Unless you're Tom Brady, then go fuck yourself. Uh, but uh, just bet accordingly. Bet nicely. Make sure you know when to stop because, like, it could be crazy. Like, fucking prop bets are very overwhelming and they look really funny and tasty and, like, you want to eat them all. But don't do that. Don't go back for seconds. You can do it. All right. So we are talking about music today. Uh, and the reason why we're talking about music today is because we want to be in a better mood. And we asked you, the listener, to give us some songs. So we made a little playlist and put it together. And we will make that playlist available to everyone very soon after this episode drops. And uh, we got a lot of good songs. So far we got 19 songs on it. Uh, and I know there's going to be more added to it. It's a collaborative playlist. So whenever you see the link, you can click on it, add your song that puts you in a good mood. We don't even care if you're trolling. If it's funny, it puts you in a good mood. Hell yeah, do it up, do it. Like, uh, I, I foresee something like... Uh, Electric Six would be on there. Like, Naked Pictures of Your Mother. That's a funny song. and <laughs> It might not be one of those things that actually puts you in a better mood, but it'll make you laugh. It'll make you, you know, I don't know. Just saying a lot of things. So, since we are depressed about the Packers and how it all went out, we wanted to get into a better mood. So, let's, 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 uh, let's do things. Let's talk about this playlist. Let's uh, do something nice. Yeah. And what better way to kick off uh, a, a better mood playlist than singing about the good day you're going to have here with the Nappy Roots. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, this is nice. It's a nice addition. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say that it, I noticed a theme that a lot of our songs that are on here are songs that already sound good if you're in a good mood. Yeah. If there and if there is one thing, it's I'm. Like, this is one where if you're in a bad mood, uh, I think it'll. It's one that could snap you out of it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. God, just feeling it. Just get into a better mood. Feel it start to get better as you listen to this song by Nappy Roots. Good day. Good day. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you brought up a good point there where it's like very optimistic. All the songs that we have on here pretty much sound optimistic. Some are just fun dance songs, and we'll get to them pretty soon. Some of them are classic songs. Some of them are just like, it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. Ah, take it in. Take it in. Mm. <laughs> we should probably talk more, I guess, but... <laughs> It's a podcast. It is a podcast. We're not just some sort of radio station. <laughs> Get it? Not exactly radio. Oh, man. Radio. We're going through it today. We're going through the motions. We're going through it. What do we got? Uh, what do we got? Uh, what do we got next here, Tony? I have to say. Uh, oh, wait. Sorry. I was going to say, folks, did. I was going to try and transition us over to uh, the band Surfaces with Sunday Best. Uh Folks, you picked a couple songs that I've never heard of, and this one was a, a nice, chill one that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a new one for me too. It's uh, it's funny that I actually heard um, surfaces uh, recently, uh, and I'll tell you how important it is very soon. Um, but Sunday Best is good. Uh, Amber showed it to me, and another fun fact about surfaces is that we actually played. Uh, their song "Home" at our wedding, and that's the song that Amber walked down to. Uh, oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, you two were there. You guys fucking." <laughs> but you didn't know it was Surfaces, so I get that. No. But uh, but no, like Surfaces in general, like this album that uh, Amber showed me is just very chill, very good, nice, good stuff. And like we actually, it's kind of funny, you know, talking about my wedding and everything, things that make me smile. Amber and I finally got some video back from our wedding, and uh, it was 
it was uh, just the uh, ceremony part, which was like when it, when when uh, Chris Davis, the guy that shot our wedding, uh, he, he he sent us a, he sent us our video, and we're like, oh man, I hope it's not too long. It was like like 18 minutes. Like we didn't realize how short our ceremony was, which is totally fine with us. But like also just rewatching everything, watching everybody come down, watching Tony walk down with my sister, watching seeing Kevin up there. And then, of course, like, the Surfaces song comes on with Home, and, like, I'm looking at the video, and I, like, start crying again. I'm like, oh, man, god damn it, oh. And Amber's, Amber's like, sitting next to me. She's like, oh, this is so nice. And I'm like, I know, I'm, I'm crying, oh, god. Uh, it's always nice, Good. nice things. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. time. Yeah, it was very uh, nice. Got lucky with the day there. Mm. Surfaces. Uh, so yeah, Chip, what the hell, man? Uh, I feel I feel like our volume is not as. Our volume feels good over here. Oh, oh! I gotta turn it up. <laughs> ah, my, my computer volume wasn't all the way up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, don't turn it up, man! Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I'm an IT man. Yeah, this guy works in IT. He actually came um, over and fixed our main computer that we use for not exactly radio before this whole pandemic happened. Did I really? Yeah, you came over that one time, I remember? I'm surprised you didn't ask. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was... I only, I only got... Go ahead. Uh, it... I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. <laughs> like, who cares? I was about to be like, well, that's that's fine. So we're on to uh, the next song here. Uh, I saw in the comments there that uh, up in a choice here has more to do. Christopher with, uh, Walken is here to save me. Maybe I'll find video, yeah. about something I'm interested in talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through that conversation, I'm just like, I don't want to participate. <laughs> <laughs> Tony has left the chat. That's it. He's about the. He's in the middle of asking a question, and then he fucking Christopher Walken's that shit and starts flying around and get leaves the fucking area. I just, I just thought myself. I was like, wait. I just realized I don't care. <laughs> uh, but yes, moving on to Fat Boy Slim here. Weapon of choice. Uh, fantastic video. Like the song itself is great, but then like I think what really makes it better is the music video with Christopher Walken just flying around and everything. Oh, okay, so there is two different celebrities that it doesn't matter how bad of an impression you can do of them. Mm -hmm. If you just try and attempt to do the impression, I'm just happy anyways. It's Christopher Walken and Arnold. So yeah. I need both of those right now. Okay, from, okay, <laughs> who, so. Who wants, to do, who, who wants to do Chris and who wants to do Arnold? But I need to hear them both. Oh, gosh. Kevin, hey, I'll okay, let you hold pick. On, hold on. Which let one me, are you doing? Let me get, let me give it to. It's not a doomer. It's not a doomer. Oh, my God. I love, I love No, wait, wait, wait. Like, I, I kind of want. I, I, I love. I love Arnold already, and then an impression of Arnold. Oh. I'll do I'll do both if Kevin does both. Kevin, you want to try Christopher Walken? Now you're like an eggplant. <laughs> that's that's what you are. You're you're. The reason he's one of the best ever. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm doing I'm doing like an Italian. Yeah, I was like it's starting Walken, to, it's starting to change a little bit there. You got a ghoul. He could be like. Christopher Walken, or just the Stone Cold Gangster, and that's what Kevin was going there for. Yeah, pretty much. He is the king of the number one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was it, trying to do his true romance character, but I don't think uh, he calls someone an eggplant. I think he gets called an eggplant. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. We recently watched True Romance, great movie. Uh, I'll throw that up on the suggestion board. True Romance by Tony Scott. That's the guy who did uh, Top Gun. Uh, has Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette, uh, and by uh, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, yeah, written by Tarantino. Uh, you know that because the N word is said in it. Oh. You know it wasn't directed <laughs> by him because Tony Scott only allowed a couple N words versus two hours of the N word. That's, um, fair. That's fair. And then, uh, and then the God James Gandolfini's in it too. 
Oh yeah. The goat, my my goat actor. Um, oh, yeah. but yeah, uh, so that's a great movie, and uh, yeah, Christopher Walken, Stone Cold Gangster in that. But you know, he, he, can, he can give you multiple looks. A true, a true artsman. <laughs> Anyways, let's get those impressions. Yeah, I was gonna. I was okay. Well, first, I was kind of hoping you would forget already, but I knew it wasn't gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. okay. all right, fine, fine, fine. Let's go with. Uh, yeah, you know, you got to get to the chopper. I give you a pepperoni pizza <laughs> with all the nine millimeter bullets on it. It's very exaggerated. Very exaggerated. You're just doing like a like. It's Arnold being in bad brains while also doing his lines. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God. All right. And before we get to talk about Queen here, I'll do vocalizations. I'll do. Uh, uh, don't stop me now. Uh, I'm having a good time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Having a good time. So. When somebody stands in his way at the Queen concert, <laughs> so they're doing Don't Stop Me Now. So, yes, uh, oh. moving on to Queen. What do you want to do? Tony, what about your impressions? Do an impression of Christopher Walken listening to Queen. I enjoy this. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that was good. Fair enough. All right. Queen, yeah, good stuff right there. Just reminds you of how bad the movie was. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking! I haven't seen uh, it yet. How I... creepy is a uh, uh, it... creepy Rami Rami Malik is now. He's just creepy. Wasn't he always kind of creepy? <laughs> he just looks yeah. like a PlayStation Three character model, like <laughs> that gains sentience. Uh, PlayStation Four. Thank you very much. Well. Uh, I'd say PS3 if I could give her a uh, uh, recommendation. Uh, Until Dawn is uh, pretty fun. Until Dawn, yeah. It's so good. And I'm pretty sure it's like free. (laughs) Hmm. I'm pretty sure they give that game away (laughs) at this point because it's been out a while. And, you know, there's not much to it. It's one of your choose your own adventure kind of uh, telltale type of games. But it, it, it was a fun plot. Yeah. And also uh, the the characters do get killed brutally, and it's fun. Oh, yes. The ones that you don't like, making sure that they end up getting uh, owned. That's enjoyable. Well, that was uh, my key to winning the game, was uh, the, like, douchebag jock character when he's, like, gonna go run through the uh, asylum or whatever it is. Uh as he's approaching the building a wolf comes out and it gives you the option to kick the wolf to defend yourself and I was like well I guess this guy's dead turns out not kicking the wolf uh, makes him become your friend and then you get a pet wolf oh and shit it was amazing I loved it <laughs> it was like hey yes Hell yeah. not oh, yeah. doing violence against the puppy rewarded me there you go Hell yeah don't stop me don't stop me now but, it also uh, makes me think of yeah. Amber's favorite movie, Shaun of the Dead. Yes. That is a movie. great scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very good scene. Kill the queen! What? Su- Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Recently DVR'd that shit. It was randomly on TV. And I have a DVR because I am a, a, a dad without yeah. not being a dad. Yet. Yeah. Um, speaking of good biopics, though, uh, biopics. Oh, I hate when somebody says biopics. Anyways, biopics. <laughs> uh, biopics as uh, Rocket Man. Now that was good. That was good. Uh, yes. Yeah, where it came out around that. the same time as uh, as uh, uh, the Queen movie. Yeah, and it was just a uh, year after, actually. Yeah, because people thought it was going to catch uh, Oscar buzz like Queen movie did the year before, but. Mm-hmm. Turns out uh, people aren't as big of fans of Ellen John as they are Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't uh, didn't the guy from the, the Queen movie didn't he win like an Oscar for his performance? Yeah, mm. he did. Did he win? Yeah, he did. Mm. That he he won. He is Academy Award winning Rami Malek, mm. PS4 character model. <laughs> the little things blue dick. By the way, uh, if in case anybody was wondering. 
that one with Robbie oh. and Denzel and uh, poor Denzel and uh, the Joker Jared Leto. Yeah, <laughs> that movie blew dick. Put 1.5 on Letterboxd for that. The writing was complete dog shit. It it was it, Law and Order episodes are written better as procedural <laughs> like detective. Like it was just written like complete dog shit. It was weird. Like who, like why did Denzel sign on to that? I guess he just saw the other two guys who are on. But oh, Denzel does this, a whole bunch of uh, bad cop movies. <laughs> that's true. Where he plays like but a detective. Where like that's that's that's, that's like a niche for him. So great actor and then of course right before that he's he's, he's, uh licking boots he (laughs) was just talking about how thanks to the awesome work that police officers and military do across the country it really helps him dive into his characters for sure this last week he was saying that before the little ones dropped and then we watched it and we're like more like the little suck more like the big (laughs) suck It's been a while since I've watched a movie where halfway through I consciously decide to take a nap. <laughs> I'm like, this shit is not getting better. And I went to bed. I fell asleep behind Jess so she didn't notice. And then I woke up like 10 minutes before it finished and to her saying, like, this movie is Cheeks Tony. And I'm like, yup. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I woke up notice. and I was like, yeah, it does suck. <laughs> she didn't notice. I, I canceled out for like 40 minutes. <laughs> Oh yeah, we should probably talk about this song here. This movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, just to get it in here real quick, uh, good football egg handball that uh, doesn't disappoint me are when I would go to the Badgers when they were good, and mm. this song is just one of the. There's there's a moment in a Badger blowout where they play this song, and the entire student section and most of the crowd uh, sings along to it. And one of my favorite things was a few years ago, they cut back from commercial and you could just hear crowds singing oh, the song. Yeah. That's good. Stuff. And the announcer, so it's like, yeah, you know, uh, turns out for badger football, it's actually just a live party that happens to have a game going on. It'd be nice to get back to those days. Like I'm just, oh man, I'm, fantasizing about all the things I'm going to make you fuckers to come over here and hang out in the back <laughs> uh, I, I, I love Dropkick Murphy uh, just a fun band to like listen to sometimes sometimes they might be a little overplayed uh, but uh, I still this, enjoy go ahead this uh, was the last album where I was like fully following you know mm-hmm. so I like this is still my like yeah I love you know, kind of, because I don't even know what they've made post this. I think this as this as someone one? who is still no, as someone who is still very much a uh, oh. on the tip of whatever Dropkick Murphys drop, uh, can tell you that this was their last good album front to back. Mm. Everything else since then has been either a half and half situation, like the album that came out after this one. Or just not very good, unfortunately. <laughs> That's a bummer. But yeah, this one, uh, I mean, going out and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they're 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 uh, they're huh? describing it to you apparently, because um, they had some golden fucking records. Uh, Warriors Code, love that movie too. The guys, you know, mm-hmm. after, uh, and then uh, I mean, all the other ones, of course. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little, little rusty naming them. Uh, what was the other fucking hit from this one? Because that one played during the championship game where the Packers uh, squashed Atlanta. I remember they were using it for the commercials. Uh, he did uh, Hang Em High. But the other one that I remember was Egg uh, of My Heart, which had Bruce Springsteen on it for this album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one was like that one is a great one. It, it might. I think. Might I think Hang 'Em High was the one uh, that they were. Hmm. Yeah. Probably. I just. I just remember that being on the commercial breaks, and I was into it. <laughs> uh, that was ten years ago, though. Yeah. It's been. Mm. Uh, 
get Aaron Rodgers a defense for 10 years now. Yeah, and then we hired um, Joe Barry. Anyways. And, I'm, and now they hired another fucker who's been fired before. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they hate Aaron Rodgers. They hate I'm Aaron so, Rodgers. I'm so mad that Jim used the Fair interview enough. to get a raise at Wisconsin. What a which, fucker. Hey, you know, get paid, get paid my guy, but come, you know, come, come, come be... Can be our DC instead. I knew that wasn't going to happen just because the only connection was the state. It, it's just he works close. <laughs> uh, I knew I, it was going to end up. I knew it was going to so hype up. on it. Oh no, I would have been happy. I just knew it wasn't going to happen just because it was obvious Lafleur was going to go with a guy that he knows that he's worked with. It's just very frustrating. Mm-hmm. It happens to be a guy that was fired mm-hmm. and was hired to be the coordinator of two horrible franchises. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make me feel better. Like, on one hand, you could argue, oh, the Lions and Reds can suck, or Lions and Washington suck. Okay, they're still shitty organizations that thought this guy was good. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make me feel better. So I think I think uh, Packers really did just go like, hey, Aaron, we fucking hate you, dude. God. I Like, what is their... What is their- what is their what is their thing here? What do they want to do? It, it was just uh, I don't know. Like I haven't even read into it. Like the like positive side because I see Devosky with ESPN's like story on it was like he's been a coordinator a couple times, but the work he's done with the Rams linebackers are really the more important story for the Packers. And it's like. Okay, cool. He had a lesser job and he did better at that. Why don't we just hire him for the lesser job? (laughs) (laughs) At least, uh, you know, promote our guy from inside, our guy that's been the DB coach forever. Right. He at least knows what he's talking about when he talks. Whatever. All right, so we'll see. Uh, I guess I'll try to believe in Lafleur, but my stock fell down on him precipitously with that field goal call. Well, I think think he went... I could I could he argue went from a I love him to I like <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. God, that's hard. God damn it. Okay, well I still think he's a I still think he's a still think he's a pretty good coach. I'm just not no longer going he's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that was uh that that was the waving the white flag in the championship game and I never wanna see that. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Um even if we had a good defense, you're waving the white flag. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Uh, anyways, Paramore. Yeah, let's talk about Paramore, shall we? God, this is why we're here right now. It's because the Packers make us so upset that we had to fi- figure out a playlist that would put us in a better mood. And right now it's not working because we keep talking about the fucking Packers. And here we are. Oh, my God. Okay, but the song actually is doing its... Uh job for me just listening to it here in the background uh oh, yeah. already feeling a little a little brighter a little sunnier yeah Aramore, you are a very great pop punk band i very much enjoy oh, you yeah. riot is like one of those perfect pop punk albums see i haven't listened to that right. all the way through yet and i probably should that's okay, okay it's just your misogyny what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck damn damn i don't like Get that at all <laughs> <laughs> well, why do you I, I, hate women, Ben? What? No. You can't listen to an album where can't listen to an album where a girl is singing at the Wow, fuck you, Tony. I like What? Now you guys are dicks. I know, ben. <laughs> I know. Nobody's listening and going like, "Wow." wow. Just turns it off now. Yeah, it's like, "Well, I don't know." Are canceled. <laughs> Anti-Ben demonstrations have erupted across the states. No, wait. Oh, <laughs> Platforms have been demonetized because they were making money before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. Anyways. I'm sorry that I insinuated I was that you tr- hate women. <laughs> I was trying to say, like, hey, we should listen to this album sometime and fucking talk about it. And you guys are just like, well, if you weren't such a fucking asshole, Ben. Like, oh, no. <laughs> no. Like that, this isn't even off of a uh, riot. Uh, this is off their self title, but, no, you know, it's fine. Either way, let's fucking do an episode on this it's, on it's riot. The more, it's the more grown. It's the more grown up 
Paramore. It's six years after Riot, or five years. They're done rioting. Now they're a band. Now they're a band. I think uh, my good memory... It's, it's, it's more just uh, post warp Tour explosion. Now. Yeah. Anyways. My, my good memory with Paramore, I should say, is that... Uh, I remember there was one time at Riot Fest, I think they were there a couple of years ago, maybe the last time we were there. Um, I was going to say, was it two years ago? It was either two or three years ago. Two or th- maybe it was three years ago. Um, we, we usually go with like, this. I, I usually go with the same group of people, um, and uh, one of them includes... Uh, it says this every time. Every you- time. <laughs> you're about to make a story. You have to explain each time you go with people. I'm just—I was talking about one of the people in particular. Ben has friends, and some of them are women too. Oh my god! This All is right, not, finish up your story. Anyway, I have one okay, for, fine, uh, fine. Sorry. Smith. All right, I'm sorry. So Chris Davis, uh, one of the guys I go with here, he—he he went to a Paramore. Uh, he went to the Paramore show, and it's not really—he—he's uh, not like—I don't know. It doesn't seem like a Paramore kind of guy. Uh, but he was going on like a date at Riot Fest. Like he like didn't hook up with somebody, but he like went on like a date with somebody. Uh, so then, uh, so in order for him to go on like this, this yeah, Chris Davis, he was like going on this date. He had to go to see Paramore's set during Riot Fest, and that's when he like met up. And that's like that was like their date, and it was it was that was just cute. And that was all I wanted to fucking oh, say. That's cute. Uh, Obviously, that's it didn't work song. out, but I mean, here we are. Speaking of another cute song, Kevin yeah. has provided uh, the so song this was to the me one in the that, past. Uh, it got me through peak season at UPS when I was a driver there uh, so many years ago now at that job because uh, it was breaking my body mm-hmm. uh, but this one here uh, for uh, those who don't know our local indie radio station 88.9 uh, have a habit of playing like a loop of 10 songs every 2 or 3 hours where you're just always good. If you listen over the course of a day, you're going to hear the song about three different times. Uh, and getting in the truck from 6 a.m. to about 10 o'clock at night when I'd finally get back into the yard, hear this song about five times a day. And it always, it always uh, recalibrated me to feeling good. It was it was the welcome burst of energy that I needed to get me through. That just I I don't know how they did it this year, guys. Like with the pandemic and everything, mm-hmm. and all of mail like not working in general because our government tried to kill it. Yeah, like I it. That's uh, up to our drivers out there. Rock and roll, no, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for Um, sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, I like even. I I regret. I fucked up this year. I like uh, doing the cooler full of treats around the holidays. And now I forgot to do it this year. Um, It's because we're all becoming agoraphobes. Oh, who else is really. Mm. uh, You guys aren't as agoraphobic as me. Oh, God. Even leaving the house at all right now is just a test of my (laughs) will. No, I get it. Though, like I see you guys out there, so you're not as much agoraphobic. Never mind. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, like, I get it. I like limit my shit. I'm not gonna like do anything crazy. Like, I have to go to work, and uh, you know, Amber and I are still gonna go run around and do fucking you know errands and shit. But like, we try not to risk ourselves. You know, that makes you test your agoraphobia. I don't. I am untested. Ah, fair, fair. Just, uh, Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. I never got to do the uh, work from home thing. So, yeah, uh, my entire life has just already been conditioned to uh, put on the mask and go places. No. The privilege to sanitizer, the privilege. though. Turn, uh, turn the page, wash your hands. Privilege. <laughs> uh, privilege mountain up here, and I will bitch anyways. <laughs> Well, let's go on to some songs that uh, Tony's wife actually put on here, suggested for this one. Yeah, uh, the band that, uh, if I'm not listening to my music of my choice, it's most likely I'm listening to this. Oh, man, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> I would say, no, this is the Aphid Brothers, not the band. They sound similar, but yeah. completely different things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
that as uh, this is easily this is what I always say is this band is just as pacifier. It's her binky <laughs> when she's upset about something. <clears throat> Most likely stressed out about work. Right. I know she's throwing this on and it makes everything better. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody like everybody has their yeah. Everybody has their binky band. Oh, for sure, for sure. I, I was gonna say like it's, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that. Like, I'm pretty sure the last couple times when we had like our, our shit post chat try to hang out or something like that, there was like a couple weekends where like you you and Jess couldn't go because you guys are uh, doing like a virtual Avid Brothers like concert thing. And I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. You did that like I think you did that like a couple times or like three times maybe. Twice. We have now seen two of their well three. You're right. We've uh, they've hosted three live shows mm-hmm. which. You know, uh, that's one of the strengths of their band, too, is just, you know, like Kevin says, it is two brothers writing all these songs, mm-hmm. but the way they're able to expand a lot of these compositions uh, into a live show with, you know, adding their celloist, the stand-up bass, the violin, uh, an actual drum kit for some of the songs, mm-hmm. it, it, it's an interesting and I think that's why they are committed to finding ways to still play live is because that you don't always hear the expanded versions on the record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it's just a cool aspect of that band is how much they expand the music in a live setting. And because I and for some of that, I think is practical just because it's recording a violin and a cello and a stand up bass and all that in a recording setting. It, 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 it's not the easiest thing, I think. Uh, it would probably take uh, like their uh, uh, their producer that they work with mostly. Uh, what's his face? Uh, the very famous one, Rick Rubin. There we go. Yeah, yeah. They're now a Rick Rubin band, so I feel like that's uh, one of those cases of if they're in the studio with Rubin, he might be able to get that all worked out. But when they're especially this, this isn't much uh that's funny you say that rick rubin's like calling card is like we're gonna strip everything down to basics so like adding more flourishes like a stand-up bass or cello or violin seems like uh opposite direction out of his covers yeah um so like watching the judd apatow uh thing of them too uh the May it last. There we go. Because Judd Apatow is a big fan of them, so he did a documentary. So watching them vibe with Rick Rubin, who is just a huge fan. So it's just this, like, old man with all that wispy hair just vibing. Shoeless with a ruddy T-shirt on just vibing the whole time while they're playing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's just interesting because I think it just... It, 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 it The band for him also itches a different itch that he doesn't see in many bands is one of uh, Ruben's explanations when he's getting interviewed. It's like, to me, this is different. Um, so. Yeah. Oh, we missed Peach Fuzz by Camp. Did I talk over that the whole time? No, I, don't, I think it kind of got skipped over. I was actually wondering no. that myself. Uh, I don't... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chippy, with you us. fucked up, my guy. That's alright. All right. That's just... another one fun one. Yeah. Camp's like, uh, camp, I would, uh, hopefully they would be okay with it, but I would say they're kind of a cousin of, uh, um, friends of the show, Fuzzy Surf, in the sense Mm -hmm. that there's that Beach Boys sound to them, but they're like extra genre they throw on it, like how Fuzzy Surf will do that, you know, throw the extra twist on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, camp does the, like, folk. It feels like Peach Boys doing folk music. Okay. Which is a really cool fun sound so they're a fun band that one uh just showed me actually yeah did uh did jess suggest uh, uh supergrass no okay then i think that was chris I don't davis know who this is oh yeah then i think it was ah, yeah chris davis this is that. like this would Speaking be a chris davis chris. song yeah. yeah i was gonna say chris davis suggested this one and i could you know i see it chris, chris our chris our uh, uh brit pop uh aficionado yeah. yep for sure for sure I, I think this is like the third time we're bringing up chris davis in the show uh so <laughs> Hopefully he's listening uh, and, you know, I don't know, thanking us. I don't fucking know. Anyways, no. uh, (laughs) But no, I mean, yeah, anything that has, like, if there's any sort of uh, music that has any sort of, like, 
British accent to it, you fucking send it over to Chris Davis and he'll probably love it. Because I, I showed him Idols. Uh, he loves Idols. Or I shouldn't say he loves Idols. He just likes Idols. Uh, I showed him, like, uh, who else did I show him? I showed him uh, um, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. He loves that shit, too. Fucking loves that stuff. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, it's his bread and butter right there. Fucking. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's because of David Bowie. I'm going to say it's because of David Bowie. Wait, David Bowie's from England, right? Yeah? Yeah, okay. <laughs> That'd have been hilarious. I know. Like, no, he's from, like, Austin, Texas. What are I you was, talking about? <laughs> I was, like, wait, because I, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, he's from England. He has a fucking song called I'm Afraid of Americans. He's got to be from somewhere else that's not America. Uh, <laughs> you're saying Americans can't be afraid of Americans? That's, Allow you me know. to introduce you to America. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but the next song that uh, uh, Chris Davis put on here, I really enjoy. If we can get on over to Sammy Davis Jr. Um, it has like this this feel to it, where it's almost like uh, you could put this in a movie for a couple reasons. You could put this in a movie for like a weird massacre scene of this guy going crazy, or in a positive light, uh, you could put. <laughs> put it like almost like a montage of like maybe maybe not even a montage maybe like more of like an ending credits of like figuring out who you are and i don't know how else to explain it really but i like it a lot love and appreciate you but rat pack has been ruined for me forever because of donald trump Oh, really? Ever since he used uh, My Way as his inauguration okay. ball dance. Frank Sinatra uh, doesn't fucking count. That guy's a fucking old, racist. It's such an old man song, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's such an old man song. Cam D. Martin, uh, Sammy Davis, they're they're all they're all ruined for me. Like and I used to like really enjoy that big band swing thing that uh Seth McFarlane would randomly toss into an episode of whatever show he's show running. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, it. This one, honestly, I skipped it every time it came on. Man, sorry, sorry. No, it's all good. Sorry, Sammy Davis. Like fuck you, uh, Donald Trump. Obviously, yeah. but I still uh, sometimes when I'm working on music and I'm enjoying the beat, I sometimes do the double hand job move. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! His, his double hand job. Oh god! Uh, How do you throw. like? Why do you? Why I do, do it. Do con- I do it. I, I do it consciously. At least I'm like double hand job. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah, these are two hand invisible job. dicks in my hand. hand Hell yeah, for sure. Smack <laughs> uh. those dicks off, Mr. President. God, what kind of show those things a good time? I think uh, another thing I like looking at nowadays is a lot of uh, a copium for uh, some of Donald Trump's fan base. Yeah, it's it's just it's just it's fun. Still out here, yeah. It's also very still cringe. Out here thinking, yeah, huh. it's like super cringe, super super fun to watch him. Um, I mean, that's all we get to enjoy nowadays, right? As Shoden Fraud. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's nothing else. <laughs> uh, we're back in 2009. Unfortunately, we can't go outside into the world. I mean, you can't go outside into the world. I've basically sacrificed myself for uh, the good of everyone. <laughs> to live vicariously through me and going outside. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I like how, like, we're, like, different points where, like, you know, Tony doesn't go out. I kind of go out. And Kevin's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. Not all the time, uh, not all the time, not all the time. It's fine. Whose dad put on you too? Uh, That was also a Chris Davis election. Dad! (laughs) Chris Davis is the dad. Yeah, if there's one thing about Chris Davis, he really enjoys U2 and Oasis, and I feel like they... Okay, they don't... I don't say they go hand in hand. I love U2 as well. Yeah, U2's great. I like U2. I like like Oasis more. Uh... But uh, I don't know where I was going with this. Either way, no surprise that he picked this You're song. You're saying they go hand in hand, and yeah. I, I see that. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of a pompous uh, air to their their haughty toity. Uh, uh, this is this is real music over <laughs> here that we're making. Uh, oh, that's definitely an Oasis thing. But, but you yeah, know, at YouTube the same, well. 
And you know, Bottle's got that same air of arrogance yeah. to him as well. But For like, sure. also, I I fucking love Joshua Tree. It's one of my favorite albums, just period. So okay. like, I'm at me. I'll throw hands. Um, I'll throw fucking I mean, hands, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I will. I will. I will let the Irish in you two come out in me. You don't need to like. You don't need to threaten me, but you are dad, and that's okay. <laughs> he's about to go down for that, man. He's like, like it kind of started out with like, yeah, I, I like you two, and then he's just like, you know, I'll fucking kill someone for you two. You like, know, I'll, I'll stab you. you. It turns out I will fight. Who <laughs> will fight? Yeah. This one specific album. Oh man. Um, but let's get on to a lot of their albums. To be completely honest, but. What's weird is that this one, like, I wasn't a huge fan of uh, this album, but this is Mm -hmm. definitely a standout track on it. Yeah, that's why I'm skipping it. That's why I'm skipping it. Let's get on to something that that Tony Uh, put on there. Back when he felt like he was a literal musical superhero, before he turned heel... Yeah. And also, he has the always face, the always hero T-Pain, where you needed to have him on here because this is one of Kanye's favorite moves, where he pretty much just steals somebody else's trend, ups the game on it a little bit, but at the end of the day, this is just a T-Pain song that Kanye decided he wanted to make. Graduation in general is an album that just is like, I, li- I, I, I just listen to a lot of T-Pain. <laughs> and now I made an album. <laughs> um, uh, I do remember reading a moving piece in the New Yorker about T Pain, and it was like the pain or the sadness of T Pain or something like that. Because you know, all this oh, no. music's about having mm. a good time, and you know, he's a fun guy. Like, watch his Twitch; he's a lot of fun. The way he's able to just create fun music on the spot. Um, ben showed me some clips from him. He's good stuff, always good stuff. But uh, it was just a piece of his post, like, because he was a big fucking deal. He got platinum and all that. And and I think it was part of, like, Kanye's emergence that, you know, because what, again, he does is he jumps on a trend and then he, you know, tends to put it up another level, but then he gets all the credit for the trend. Uh, same thing happened. We've... Uh, same thing like late registration is kind of a Lupe fiasco, <laughs> especially now that I listen Very to much so. with, yes. with yeah. Jen Renji. Uh, looking back, it's Connie listened to that a bunch of Lupe and then went out and made his Lupe album. Um, anyways, but uh, so T-Pain after uh, when everybody, music fans, because we're fickle, decided like auto-tune is for bad musicians. T-Pain fell out of favor, you know, uh, after all this success. And then he basically had a fight for the right to be recognized as an artist again. Like, everybody treated him as a joke, you know, with his big outfits and his big chains and stuff, and took away all of his artistry. Just acted like it was a guy that used auto-tune to be where he was. Shit. Um, And then kind of the peak of that was when he was brought in for this song and then graduation in general, and and Kanye would clown him in front of everybody else. When it was just the two of them working on stuff, he was respectful and, you know, showing, you know, he was showing them all the ways he achieved the sounds he achieved. But when other people were in the studio, it was time to start fucking with T-Pain and acting like he's, you know, out of his element. Wow. So it's stuff like that of like, like dude got the ugliness side of the music industry just because they wanted to discredit him for a sound that he wasn't of. And now guess what? It all looped around and back. It's back to rappers can sing again. It's cool <laughs> when rappers sing. Right. So it's just one of those things of, I think about that article a lot of uh, how sometimes a guy that's willing to be a little different does get shit on uh, when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, on top of that, there was a similar story of that <laughs> with uh, T-Pain and uh, the Lonely Island that they brought him on to uh, I'm on a boat for basically like as the punchline of it wouldn't it yeah. be funny if we had T-Pain here on a boat. And, you know, and it's one of those things that, that was the joke. 
very That's honest, sad. you know, profile. Because it's even stuff like, you know, when you see T-Pain, you kind of, like, as a normal guy, it's easy to forget all the big stage present because he's just this, like, chubby, nerdy dude. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he's big into nerdy stuff and all mm-hmm. that. So it's one of those things mm-hmm. of, you know, they kind of compared it to, oh, it's because they're picking on the chubby, nerdy kid that's hanging out with everybody, you know, kind of thing. So it, it's one of those things that humanized him so much to that point where I can't help but be a huge fan. And he makes it easy because then he'll do stuff like uh, he was one of those tiny desk concerts where it was like, holy shit. Because mm-hmm. remember, he's you fun. Know, everybody, he's, he's, you know, yeah. <laughs> It's like, where's the auto tune? Oh, it's in my pocket. I remember that joke. And then all of a sudden he starts singing and it's just this beautiful, <laughs> voice. Yeah, for like, sure. He, like, it was just, he knew what the sound was at that time. That's why he got, you know, it was, you know, his rap album called Rapper Turned Singer. Like, he was just ahead of it. It's, it's, and, you know, it's funny that you, you mentioned the whole, the singing thing. Cause like Amber's mom, she loves T-Pain because he was on like the mass singer <laughs> and they didn't know. Like he could actually yeah, sing. He won. I thought he yep. won the mass singer, didn't yeah. he? Wasn't Did he, he win the winner it? that first right. season? season one? Yeah. So one season that anyone cared about. After that, it <laughs> yep. it, it, it tanked hard. After that, yep. We watched that one. And we were like, okay, this show is cool. I get it. But mm-hmm. obviously, they took. It's because ripping off a Korean show. You know, they're ripping off Korean television. But then they made it too Americanized. And then uh, when it, they ended up having Sarah Palin on there, we were we were out. <laughs> I was gonna say the pro- the problem as we've noticed with all of these celebrity shows is that uh, the celebrity pool shallow. Is dry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's not it's not a deep well that they're pulling from. Uh, and that uh, and I think that's uh, the whole thing of America because it's just everybody's a fucking entertainer. It's different when you're in a country like Korea where, yeah, you can have Eric Thames on there and everybody's excited because it's like, oh, it's the dude that's like Babe Ruth of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Babe Ruth of baseball. You mean Babe Ruth? <laughs> Babe Ruth of Korean baseball? <laughs> that is how the Koreans call him. They go, it's the Babe Ruth of baseball. baseball they are very ironic people. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. Well, then let's talk about Black uh, Bay Brute. Black Bay Bruth would be a really good uh, single from uh, like <laughs> Danny Brown. Is that not a song already? <laughs> that Black has Bay to be Bruce. a song already. Anyways, that was Andy Grammer. Uh, Keep your head up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that's a nice song I want to do more episodes where we just hardly acknowledge a song <laughs> <laughs> anyways, hey you want me to that acknowledge was... that song that was that was uh, one of those songs you'll hear sitting in like a waiting office or the waiting room for like the doctors or the dentist and they have to put on like 98.3 easy listening for mm-hmm. uh whatever which you know nothing wrong with that uh i threw a song on here to end the playlist that we'll get to that uh i very much have to go in on but uh you know each their own to each their own well here's louis armstrong right now there you go i love this song and i love uh joey ramone's cover of it oh absolutely yeah it's always joey's cover rips i uh not necessarily a good memory of this song, but like I remember watching. Yeah, same here. Same here. Uh, I just remember uh, watching uh, what the fuck Michael Moore's um, one of his documentaries. I think it was Fahrenheit 9/11, and like this song was in the background while all this bad stuff was happening. And at the end of the song, all of a sudden you just see the plane flying into the tower. I'm like, oh, this is great. It's. It's just been, it's too, uh, it's been too, um, used in too many ironic situations mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Where, uh, that's what it's, con- it's connected to me too of, it's one of those songs cause it's so soulful. Mm-hmm. It's such an easy thing to like, inter- you know, like use in a fucking compare in a contrasting situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too many, so, too many the, movies. The cynicism too many of the world. Where, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, where I, uh, that's what I associate it with too. So, so let's get on to the next. So song somebody, then. so somebody associating it positively, I'm like, good for you. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing great. You're doing good. You're doing great, you're sweetie. Do, you're doing good. <laughs> well, uh, next one we got is like Harry Nilsson. Gotta get up. Pretty. I know the name. I was gonna say it sounds familiar. Can't say I've ever, I've ever, can't say you've I've ever listened heard, to him. You've uh, definitely heard this song in like a movie, a movie or yeah, a movie or a show. Or oh, something. for sure. Now that I'm hearing, I it. was gonna say like when, what movie was it? Is it Popeye with Robin Williams? No, I hope not. Which I'm, which I'm now seeing here. Uh, a good year? What? What? Maybe it'll tell me on its Wikipedia page here. Let's see what we got. Releases. Oh, Russian Doll. That's why I know it. Uh, oh, Netflix yeah. series. That, good show. Yeah, very good okay. show. God. I'd be excited for that to come back. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised it hasn't been back yet. Yeah. Probably pandemic fun. Oh, fair. Fair enough. That's a good show. My God. Well, yeah. Thanks for that one, Cody. Thank you for that one. If we want to move on to the next one. The one that I put on here. I put on a song that I think makes me feel better. Yeah. Let's get it going, Chip. What is it, Ben? Oh, it's Do What You Wanna (laughs) by the Rebirth brass band once we this get this is there. a long ass song I it is not gonna lie. it is <laughs> and we absolutely do not have to listen to all of it if we can even start it uh, if we can even start it <laughs> I, I need help i've i've put in i put in my vote it's, oh shit it's all on, oh, okay all right all, on y'all. all right now we got it we got it what do i also have to vote what the fuck chips yes. what's this there you go. Oh, All right. Like... Anyways. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, Do what you are. wanna. Do what you wanna. I I think bah this is... to bar to bang to bang biddy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't don't ruin this. <laughs> don't ruin this. Don't make it the Kid Rock song, you son of a it's bitch. Your... Um, Do what you wanna. But uh, but this song I actually I caught on one of my uh, Discover Weekly playlists right before the new year. Uh, because I remember I had the headphones on while I was snow blowing my driveway, uh, and this song was on. And luckily, it's an eight-minute song, and it, it took. So me it was a- just the entire time you were yeah, shoveling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it takes me like an hour to shovel. I'll give it that. But like, it was still the majority of this time was with this song. I don't know. It just makes me feel good. It also reminds me of uh, a vacation I took with Amber down to New Orleans. We took it with her best friend and her husband. Uh, her best friend Jules and uh, Jules's husband Eric, uh, and we were down there. And it was like one of the best vacations I was on. It was a lot of fun, so much fun nice. being down there. Yeah, I suggested like please go down to New Orleans sometime whenever we can. Uh, we can all go together. I don't give a fuck. Let's fucking go. But uh, it was so much fun. That reminded me of that because there was like we were on um, what's the main street? The main fucking Urban. What was it again? Urban Street. Is that yeah? We were on you that. Talk- I think so. No, it was over by like the French Quarter. It was uh, either way. We were in the French Quarter. I'll just say that because that's a pretty big area right there. <laughs> uh, but then they also had like uh, these little shops. All of a sudden, there was like art people around, and you could, they were selling their stuff, and it was really cool. And then all of a sudden, just a random parade would start happening, and like a band like this would be playing. It was super fucking cool. I loved it. It was so cool. But uh, nice. if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's a uh, pretty complex. Uh, it's just do what you wanna. That's literally all it is the whole time. <laughs> uh, do what you wanna. Yeah, it's so good though. I, I have a lot of fun with this and uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, one of my favorite things uh, to throw on randomly sometimes. Uh, I have an app on my Amazon Fire Stick called uh, Planet Earth Cam, mm-hmm. and they're just live camera feeds of different cities and countries around the world mm-hmm. and one of the places is the pussycat bar where they just 
do 24 hour karaoke mm-hmm. and the uh, camera is just on the karaoke stage. So you can flip it over there in your lanes and see someone doing karaoke. And what the thing about the bar is like, it's open window. So people like, will just walk up and hang out uh, by the bar outside, like just looking in on yeah. the karaoke. Like it's, it's a good time. Yeah. Highly recommend. Um, I will, I will have to check that out. I guess one last story from New Orleans. Uh, the first night that we got there, we it was like a Thursday night, so uh, Bourbon Street wasn't really that packed. Um, so we were at this bar, and uh, I think this is where we got those those skull cups, Tony. Those ones that I, the one that I got for you, the glowing yeah. skull cup. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but there was like this this barber's chair in the middle of it, and of course like these ladies that were like around trying to give shots away, and like people would pay for it. And and then like they would sit you in the in the in the chair and then they would spin you around, put you a shot of fireball in your mouth, all while jiggling their bits around, which is totally fine. But I just remember there was one lady in particular. <laughs> there was one lady in particular where her face didn't change once and it looked like it, there was nothing there. But she was doing everything. She was shaking, she was pouring the drinks in her in the guy's mouth, she was shaking his stuff in his face and doing everything, but it was like deadpan. It was all deadpan, just doing all this stuff, and she looked like she didn't have a soul. And I just like looked at I'm like, this lady, oh my god, is she okay? And like I was yeah. telling Amber later and she noticed it too, and I was like, Oh my god. That poor lady. Yeah. It uh, it sounds a lot like uh, it, it just reminds me of um, when Cyberpunk glitches out and just what <laughs> can do in that game. Yeah, uh, Jess, like sometimes uh, Jess and I've been just walking around trying to create uh, bugs. Like I just started punching random people on the <laughs> in the street, and then finally I punched a random guy, and it made everybody disappear. <laughs> I, I just punched humanity out of That's it. existence. You punched that man <laughs> so, we so hard. An empty city. <laughs> it just everybody stopped existing, and we walked around. It's an like, empty wait, city. <laughs> that's honestly uh, great. So, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, my like, game, that's the thing. All is, my game does for glitching is crash. It doesn't. Yeah, don't exactly. get any of the cool ones. Mine, because mine crashes too, which sucks. Like the the funny glitches are funny, and then when you're like in the middle of mission, and then it goes surprise, bitch, the game's over. That's when it sucks. It's like, well, I guess I'm done playing the game now. Yep, every time too, when it crashes right in the middle of me doing something fun, I'm just like, I'm done. You know, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't even know why you. Well, I know at least Kevin. He paid full price for uh, Cyberpunk when you could just play Fallout Four for like fifteen bucks. <laughs> Like any Fallout game, well, you can get I all bought, the glitches that you want. I bought Civilization for 15 bucks. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh. Uh, and then also, uh, I got Sekiro, so I'm going to play another game where uh, I die a lot. There you go. And then feel good when I stop dying so much. <laughs> all right, let's get on this last song here. Bad Day, Daniel okay, Powder? So. Powder. Yes. So you had uh, a bad day. Normally, oh, this song. Normally, I rail against the uh, concept of a uh, guilty pleasure mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Like, like what you like, it doesn't matter. This song has so many elements to it that I would normally hate. A song, I can't like think of another word to describe it because it's it's corny as fuck. The like progression pop thing like it's so basic like i feel i'm wearing uggs going to starbucks ordering a frappuccino <laughs> listening to it uh and it's it's way too on the it's like stupid on the nose like there's no subtlety in it at all when it drops out right before the first chorus and the first chorus comes in i swear it, it hits me every time i love it it's it's it's, it's so dumb but it's so fucking good i uh I can get down with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's, it's that good, healthy cry. That's just, you had a bad day. Yes, I did. Daniel. Powder. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh man. I, I think that song just to turn it around. <laughs> I think my favorite memory of this song 
is like I guess kind of the the meme ability before like before like memes were like really a thing. <laughs> I just remember specifically the NFL did that for like their fantasy football thing. And I remember that commercial being hilarious oh, for sure. <laughs> because like I just remember right before that, that was cor- the perfect use of oh the yeah. Absolutely. The, my favorite part is when that first chorus kicks in, and there's like this giant dude, there's like this big Giants fan, and he's just like on a treadmill going slowly backwards. And it says like it, his team name was One Giant Step, and he was like 0 and 12 or whatever the record was. He didn't win a single game. And he just looks so sad. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, man. So I guess, it could, I, I guess I'll, give it, I'll give it a thumbs up for the meme ability. Man. What a way to really end the end this episode is on this song. Just let it fade out, you know. I mean, it's great. It, it, it was very much the best. It's bad, but it's great. That's the, that's the version I always think of too. Like, <laughs> fuck the NFL, but you did something right. Right. For <laughs> yeah, for that, your commercial was good there. <laughs> and we brought it around full circle. That's it. Oh NFL yeah. Made us sad. And... <laughs> now we're talking about the NFL. the NFL. God <laughs> damn it. All right, that was our episode. Making you feel better Fuck with our refs. gulag all refs. <laughs> <laughs> Making you uh, put hopefully putting you in a better mood. Like I said, we will make this uh, we will make this um, playlist live so you can add to it whenever you feel like it, or just if you're ever feeling like you're having a bad day, you can play this song. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that came in right <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yes, this is not exactly radio with me, one of your hosts, Benny K. And of course, we have Tony just Tony? Tony just Tony. Kevin! One more time! You had a bad day! <laughs> And before we get out of here, I gotta also mention make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Not Exactly Radio. Uh, you can also follow us personal our personal stuff, I guess. Like on Twitter, I'm oh yeah Benny23 and uh, Tony is something that I can't think of. Is it like A to the C nope. I don't I don't know what his fucking Twitter handle is. Kevin, what's your Leftover Twitter handle? Leftover Cruise. Oh that's uh, K Hardcore bro. Leftover Cruise. Nice. And then K Gesme, follow him there on Twitter. And uh, until next week, we'll actually talk about an actual album and not be sad. Uh, We'll see you then. Bye-bye.